This is a HeadGum Podcast. Welcome to the Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I'm one of your hosts, Toom. And I'm Skeletim. Uh, it's Halloween month. The, it's the, it's la- the what? culmination of Halloween month. It is month, the huh? culmination of Halloween month. This episode will be coming out uh, on All Hallows' Eve. Yeah. Mischief night. Yeah. I never understood. Mm-hmm. So Halloween isn't the main event? No, mischief night is. You want to, uh, I guess, ruin the neighborhood for the kids trick-or-treating the next day. Did you know kids, uh, like in high school, I guess not kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, at this point, I can call high schoolers kids. Yeah. They're mm-hmm. not older than me anymore. Nope, they're not. Um, I used to, when I was young, when I was really young, uh-huh. I used to revere teenagers for, uh, <laughs> I thought like... Uh, it was uh, the, the fact that they had braces was like a sign of like, I was <laughs> like, majority? ooh, the, the, this, this boy has silver in his mouth. What? Yeah. Were you like an old prospector yeah, or something? I didn't, I didn't understand <laughs> what was going on there. <laughs> had you uh, been uh, dug up and unfrozen from somebody's backyard? <laughs> no, I was just a dumb five-year-old. Okay. Um, uh, these high schoolers that, mm. that would be like, yo, night before Halloween. We all go to a field and like we just fight. We fight the other schools. <laughs> and it's like people bring chains. Wow. It was all like the private schools, like the Catholic schools on Long yeah, Island that course. people went to. <laughs> and like but it's just like I don't know, like uh friends of ours who went mm-hmm. to those schools were like, Yeah, we did it. Uh, like we'd bring a chain and just swing a chain and just like slam some jerk in the face with it. It's like, you didn't do that. Yeah, you, you didn't kill another <laughs> yeah. boy on All Hallows' Eve. Yeah, but uh, so many different people who yeah. went to those schools told me those stories. Yeah, told I know them. some of those people who went to those schools and they're notoriously liars for yeah. the most part. That's true. Well, I'm just glad I never got mixed up in any of that stuff. Yeah. Uh, now, these were teenagers you knew when you were a teen, not when you were five years old. Yeah, and, yeah. And yeah. looking up to. Uh, no, it was. Uh, they you weren't know bragging was? to a five-year-old about uh, smashing some. It was the paper and... boy. Do you what? you know how the newspaper used to work in the in the eighties? What do you mean? How the newspaper used to work <laughs> in the eighties? It's a simple question, Tom. <laughs> do you do you know how the newspaper used to? Uh, the boy would deliver it. Uh, yeah, yeah, paper boy. Well, nowadays it's a like a fully grown man in a minivan that yeah, drives around. They, and they have to deliver fewer papers to more uh, bigger yeah. locations. But it used to be a boy from the neighborhood because mm-hmm, everybody got the paper. Yeah, like the video game, mm-hmm. and then he'd uh, throw the newspaper onto your porch or your lawn or yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. Sometimes or put it in your mailbox. Yeah, and then. Well, once a month, mm-hmm. he'd come around and knock on everybody's door and go, collect. <laughs> and yeah. then you had to pay him for all the newspapers. Because yeah. there was no internet. There was no, like, uh, you know, subscription billing, I guess, at that point. Yeah. Or I I think you could write a check to them, though. Yeah, but you still had to give it to the boy. Yeah, no, but I think we just, I think my family just, like, taped it on the door or something. Uh-huh. And, uh And that was fine. He never... Uh, 
Uh, we weren't deadbeats. He didn't have to knock on the door yelling, collect. I don't know. I think it was like we were never really sure. I don't think this, this boy was on like a, a like a real tight schedule. Uh-huh. I don't think he was like. We weren't and... really sure. So my parents would just tell us to get in the get in the basement and be quiet. <laughs> we, <laughs> Turn all the lights off. Like we, we didn't really like the newspaper. If it you, was want, like, you kids still want to get the newspaper for free or not? <laughs> I didn't care. To, I mean, I guess. I needed my Garfield fix. Yeah. And and if uh, your parents were like, guess what, Tim? You're going to have to start buying the newspaper if you want to read Garfield every day. Can't that, afford that, that. Yeah, that would have been a lot of money for you. You were on a very fixed income. I think the newspaper was like eight cents a day back then. Yeah, it was very cheap. Well, there were a lot of ads in the paper. Yeah. I think that was, I think the price of the paper probably like broke even for them. So there were all those crazy Eddie ads in it. <laughs> there were all those crazy Eddie ads. There were all Nobody those. Nobody beats the when, whiz. When's the last time you've like bought a newspaper, do you think? Um, I mean, we're both young enough that I don't think either of us ever had like a buy the newspaper routine, you know? I subscribe to the new york times okay the weekender tom okay yeah so every saturday and sunday Mm -hmm. i i Uh, get an email in the morning that says (laughs) delivery notification your newspaper delivery will be delayed today Uh uh-huh um and then it never comes. <laughs> I pay $45 a month for this. Well, uh, you're supporting journalism, Tim. One, like one day. I'm supposed mm-hmm. to get it twice a week. Yeah. One day a month. You'll, I'll get something it. will show I'll up. I'll get it, yeah. Okay. When's the last time you bought a newspaper from a newsstand? <laughs> That's what uh, I'm saying. Probably mm-hmm. the New York Post. When an interview with my band ah, okay. appeared in it in 2006. Okay, was it? Uh, was there some kind of like uh, scummy angle to you guys that <laughs> while you were in the New York Post? I don't know why they 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 did like a like a like a quick five uh, five question interview like, like with this me. This band said they did cocaine with Hunter Biden. <laughs> that, yeah, <laughs> it was it was a really uh, yeah. At the time, uh, I had to claim that um, I served in Vietnam. Vietnam with uh, with John Kerry, yeah, uh, who and I, I witnessed his cowardice firsthand. <laughs> yeah. And then they promoted our gig yeah, at pianos that Friday night. And they plugged they plugged your gig, yeah, uh, and place was packed full of uh, uh, Vietnam vets. Yeah. Uh, Tim, this week we're talking about ghost hunting. Yeah, because uh, it's the scariest thing. Look, last year at the end of Halloween month. Mm-hmm. No, I went missing because uh, uh, <laughs> a baby was born. Oh, right. Two yeah. years ago. <laughs> you didn't go missing. Well, from the podcast. Yeah. But I mean, I thought there was some like in episode lore that I forgot. You were like, mm-hmm. oh, I remember uh, at the end of Halloween month, I went missing. Was it two years ago that we went to hell? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So, you know, we got to out scary that episode. Yeah. Well, Tim, what is the most dangerous game? Man? No, it's ghost. Ghost. Okay. Ghost hunting. Yeah. Now, Tom, can Mm -hmm. you explain to me what ghost hunting is? Ghost hunting. So there's there's a few different ways to kind of describe it. I mean, there's fictional ghost hunting, like Ghostbusters. Yeah, but that's ghost busting, Tom. Yeah, but, but, you know, there's a few things within, like even uh, Poltergeist 
They like calling ghost hunters. Uh, some people my, consider my, exorcist ghost hunters. Okay. But then nobody ever catches it. The Ghostbusters mm-hmm. caught ghosts. Yes, in uh, the little uh, trap. Yeah. But other than that, like all these ghost hunters on TV, mm-hmm. they don't catch ghosts. They catch evidence. They're ghost peepers. G- ghost peepers? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, people aren't going to watch a show called Ghost Peepers. Yeah, no, anything with peepers in the title, really. Yeah. Uh, Although, I think I'd be more interested maybe in watching a show called Ghost Photographers. But then it's just Yeah, like, then it's like, oh, the ghosts are taking up yeah. pictures. You know, and, and if you're if it's just going to be showing me all the pictures and then you just tell me a ghost took all mm-hmm. these, you know, how am I even going to know? And it's like, how did he work the shutter? <laughs> right. His, his, his hand would go right through the camera. Um, so ghost hunting in the traditional sense, well, I guess not in the traditional sense, but what I'm talking about is the, the cable TV 2 a.m. sense. Yeah, there's there's a lot of that stuff that the the people that, Paranormal researchers, ghost hunters, they go by many different names, but they're all after one thing. Well, a few things. Uh, Money, Mm -hmm. fame, glory. I think that's what we're all after. Yeah. Uh, I'm not really after glory. Are you after glory? I don't I don't think I really know what glory is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? Yeah. It's a sad state of affairs. <laughs> Our generation doesn't even understand what glory is. Yeah. Uh I guess that would make us like bad competitors. Yeah. It sounds so nice. The winner goes to the glory and we'd be like, I don't even know what that is. <laughs> um Yeah, I think it, I think that's what it is. It's just like you win something or you accomplish something and then like basking in it. That's the glory. You like being proud of yourself? I don't yeah. know what that's like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That like if you were. Have you the- ever done anything that you're proud of? <laughs> no, Tim, I mean, I've been doing this show with you for <laughs> over a decade. Of yeah. course not. Um, I think the the idea of. I'm the first person that got definitive evidence of a ghost. Yeah, but they claim to get it all the time. Yeah, but like this time for real. Like defin- I got a I got an exclusive sit-down interview with a ghost. With a ghost, yeah. And now it's time for the glory. I get Tom, to That happens at improv theaters <laughs> 7 nights a week. And they and then they go and bask in the glory at drinks afterwards. I feel like there's so many improv shows where it's like, no, here's the hook. Mm-hmm. It's an interview with a famous dead person from history. Yeah. It's like, that's every improv show. Yeah, I mean, that's like a pretty common uh, yeah. conceit, I guess. Yeah. Uh, you really took improv comedy down. I like to... improv comedy, Tom, <laughs> to this day. You just don't like when they're interviewing uh, somebody who's- No, no I like it. I'm just saying ghost. it's it's common. Is it because it's too scary for you? You yeah, don't it's freaking like terrifying. to imagine somebody talking to it's a like, ghost uh, on stage? William Shakespeare, that man's been dead for hundreds of years. Yeah. I've seen you at some of these shows where you've ruined the show where you stand up and you go, wait, is this real or is this the joke? <laughs> Multiple times during the episode, but during the show. Yeah, they'll uh, assure you they'll break character and say, no, sir, it's just yeah, part and of And they're it. really not supposed to break character. Right, but they do it because you're causing a scene. It's so alarming the way and that then, I'm bringing this you know, up. Yeah. Five minutes later, you're, you're I scared again. I get yeah. And they serve alcohol and I get <laughs> drunk and scared. Yeah. Piss myself. 
<laughs> you didn't have to bring that part up. Well, I see a ghost thing, you know. Uh, so there are some people that are ghost hunters. I Actually, I would say this. It kind of falls into two different categories. There are ghost hunters who are like kind of exorcists mm-hmm. where they're... Uh, uh, like we're gonna we're gonna help you get rid of this ghost Mm -hmm. um and a lot of times that's like you know a couple of goobers and then they've got one lady who's like a witch or something (laughs) or or they you know know some local priest and he comes and says something priest design no i don't think they have priests but you know they get like a local wacko who's like oh actually i'm uh you know i can commune with the spirit realm and it's like all right you come with us and you tell these ghosts to beat it because you know these people still have another 30 years on their mortgage and they don't want to have to move uh the market's down they'd have to really take a big loss they'd have to uh you know uh, in terms of being um uh transparent no pun intended they have to tell the next owner about uh, there being ghosts in there so that's Tom, one. can i ask you a question mm-hmm. if you uh were gonna buy a house mm-hmm. and then you found out that it might be haunted yeah would you still buy the house it would depend on what the story is okay like if they were like it might be haunted or if they were like a cult killed themselves <laughs> yeah no here. if there was a crime committed there yeah. yeah and that's why it's haunted that's who haunts it yeah, I wouldn't be thrilled about that. Yeah. But if it was like, oh, some lady, one to the previous owner, mm-hmm. she put a plate on the side of the, on the, on the table on one side of the room. Mm-hmm. And when she came back, the plate was on the other side of the room on a different table. Wow. That's what like the majority of people's ghost stories are, right? Oh, and the the napkin was folded, and I didn't fold the napkin before. Uh, I don't know if that's like the the majority of the ghost hunting stuff. A lot of no, just like stories that you hear from people about. Ghosts. Yeah, I think the most common story that I hear from people about ghosts is uh, strange noises. Right. Uh, like I remember there was like a friend of my family that. Uh, had a ghost. You can it, say it was a celebrity, right? <laughs> what? It's a minor celebrity. Who? I don't know. You just were you oh, were dancing uh, around Coy? it. Yeah. No, because I think it was like a friend of my parents. Um, he, Eric Estrada. Eric, it was parents. Eric Estrada. Yeah. Uh, he had a ghost at an old house he lived in where he would uh, apparently like go to sleep at night and hear up in the attic somebody walking with like big heavy boots on. And then he would run up there, turn the light, and there was nothing. Go back down, go to sleep, hear somebody walking around up there, go back up, nothing. Like, that kind of thing. Yeah. I think that that's common, that people hear noises, uh, like doors open, cabinets open. I I think that's more common than moving a plate from one table to another (laughs) table. That's a story I heard. I honestly think that that's, like, difficult for a ghost to do, like, move a plate like that. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, you're the ghost expert. Well, that's kind of like the idea with these ghosts. The reason why we're not seeing and hearing and feeling ghosts 24-7 is that it takes like a lot of effort for them to do anything, you Mm. know? And some ghosts are powerful. Some ghosts aren't very powerful. This makes me feel good um, if you die mm-hmm. before i die yeah that i i'll come haunt you no that you won't come haunt me well, because it it'll take a lot effort. of effort yeah, yeah. 
forget. I, I don't think you'll be haunting many people. Yeah, I'm not gonna uh, spend a week at your house to move one plate to another. Uh... Also, I'm not gonna be that impressed. <laughs> I know. Yeah. So I think my wife will be like, "Did you move that plate?" And I'll be like, "I don't. I don't remember, know. Honestly, <laughs> yeah, Tim. I think you could probably be." haunted 24 hours a day right now and you wouldn't know (laughs) you would just chalk it up to like i guess i did that i don't really recall i mean you said that i keep track of the things i do in any meaningful way (laughs) you said that last week when i asked you what if a ufo landed like 10 seconds right in front of you and then took up took (laughs) off you were like i would just think i made it up have a little faith in yourself i don't need faith in myself you're never going to experience glory that way. <laughs> so that's that's one of the uh one of the the ghost type things like people trying to get rid of ghosts. Right. Now, do you ever think you would like move into a house and if it were haunted that you would uh, like inquire about these services? I don't think so. Unless, look, mm-hmm. we've all seen Poltergeist. Yeah. If I was facing a Craig T. Nelson situation. <laughs> right. If, if Craig T. Nelson was also living in the house. <laughs> exactly. I don't, I don't want to get him out. I need uh, a, honey, did we move into this house with Craig T. Nelson? You know what I'd need to get, Tom? Coach Hunter. <laughs> yes, you would need to get a Coach Hunter. Right to get, to get uh, uh, yeah, because he was coach. he was on the TV show. Um, coach. He, was he was coach. Yeah, he was also uh, in the movie Poltergeist. Look, if I was facing mm-hmm. what that family was facing, yeah, I'd I'd get a a little old woman oh, with a yeah, funny I voice. Forgot they had the the little lady who was like, "Get out of here, ghost!" Yeah, yeah, that lady. I wouldn't good. want her in my house. Apparently, a nice lady. Yeah, despite being uh, very creepy in that movie. Yeah. In so, any other context, mm-hmm. right? Picture her a receptionist um at at an office. Yeah. Charming. You wouldn't be like, ooh, this lady's creepy. Yeah, but if she's coming I mean, if anybody's coming to get rid of uh exercise some kind of a poltergeist, yeah, they're they're yeah. gonna be a little uh, off kilter, I think. So you would do that before you moved out. Right. You would try and uh hire somebody to take care of the problem. I think so. But like if it was like I'm moving into a house, and somebody told me the story about the plate moving. I wouldn't be like, well, before I move my family in, we're going to have to make sure that no plates will get moved from one side of the dining room what to the other. What if you were negotiating buying the house, and there was still time to put that into the offer? You guys, the sellers, you're going to have to pony up to get a creepy little lady in here to See, exercise this place. Look, I don't... How would I benefit... To, I'm just to, let, to let some creep into the home that I'm gonna. Yeah, gonna I don't care if it's on some <laughs> other poor sap's dime. <laughs> it's on his. Oh, dime. oh good. Some some other guy will pay for it's a on creep his to dime come into my and home. His time. You're gonna do this before you move in. You you'll never. You won't even be there for it. You wonder if they do something weird. They'll videotape the whole thing for you. That's part of the service. All right, then included sure. in the service. Yeah, that's fine. Then we yeah. could, because you'd be interested in getting your hands <laughs> on that videotape. Yeah, and you yeah. could probably make some money selling me this videotape. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's a great deal I negotiated. <laughs> yeah, and you wind up ahead. Yeah, then you got a house and like I don't know twenty bucks <laughs> from me buying that tape. Um, do you? Do you think you would ever like move into a place and 
something what's the threshold of something happening where you'd be like nope i'm out i'm never i'm leaving tonight and never coming back to this house um you know what Mm-hmm. I was gonna say the Amityville Horror House thing of like the, the walls bleeding. Well, no, not the walls, but the, the get out. Oh, if you heard somebody saying "get out," but also I feel like I'd be like, "Tim, <laughs> you're making this stuff that, that, that was in your head." Yeah. You ever hear a noise once? You ever hear a voice saying something <laughs> creepy? Say once? Get out! No, I've never heard you're a saying, voice saying something creepy. No, Tim, I think maybe you should see a doctor. <laughs> yeah, you ever hear a voice telling you to do bad things? Sometimes, no, it doesn't tell me to do bad things, but sometimes when I wake up like in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom or something, uh-huh. I start thinking about uh, Bob from Twin Peaks. <laughs> Tim, that was and the second I, week in a row where you're bringing up Bob from Twin Peaks. Then I get scared that like, and then I, then like I get so spooked that I have to like, Watch TV. I had to like watch Cheers. <laughs> I had to go watch. Uh, <laughs> Not Twin Peaks. Yeah. I gotta watch tw- Cheers to mm-hmm. to you know cleanse the palate. Yeah. To calm myself down. But then that doesn't remind you of Three Men and a Baby with the with the ghost Ooh, in that. Ooh man. Yeah. You're gonna have to find something else to calm you down now. Yeah. It's like, it can't be Coach either because that's gonna make you think of poltergeist. Everything is creepy adjacent these days, huh? It or really in the is. Eighties. It's a sign. It's a sign of the times. Um. All right, so that's one element of ghost hunting. Right. But then the other, more common element, I think, or at least more common in pop culture, is these uh, like paranormal investigators. Uh, and these aren't necessarily actually, I would say, I guess some people do hire these people like yeah, discovery I th- entertainment to fill yeah, out their I mean, I'm uh, sa- middle of the night programming. I'm saying like private citizens, I guess sometimes do hire these people because they think their house is haunted and Tom, they want proof, but you're you just going to get. Tom, do you mm-hmm. think people hire them because they say that people hire them on the TV shows? What, <laughs> what person would you ever hire these guys? If would you ever hire these guys to do anything? No, I wouldn't hire them to screw a light bulb in. Yeah, Tom, if you're not going to <laughs> believe me, there's no, no, there are people that will do it because there are people that think like this place is haunted. But I need to get a second opinion. I need somebody with like professional grade equipment yeah. to to tell me if it's haunted. Yeah, and yeah. I'm gonna ignore the fact that uh, obviously these people are gonna tell me what they they're not gonna come and say, yeah, we brought all this equipment and didn't see anything. They're they're gonna present something to me, and yeah. that's just gonna freak me out and make me not want to live here anymore. Right. They're gonna show you some like night vision video we'll, that like we'll has a little bit of a blur on it some uh, some of the Sorry. various pieces of evidence later but supposedly people do hire these kinds of guys but much more common the travel channel hires these right. types of guys i was looking because i was trying to find uh ghost hunting shows uh, yeah i don't have cable mm-hmm. and it took me a while because I was like, oh, I think they're on like TLC now. It's like Discovery now, History Channel now, Travel Channel. That's yeah. where they are, which I guess makes sense because like they are traveling to these locations. You know, they're never like the, we're at the studios. The channels don't mean studio. anything anymore. Tom, do you know that like every single like you know 
you know, a third of the basic cable channels are owned by Paramount. Mm-hmm. So they just show like, uh, you know, Wayne's World. The same Adam Sandler movie like will be on either like BET, MTV, or like uh, uh, the country music television. <laughs> it's like, yeah, we're showing Click. Yeah, right. Next, you're going to tell me that the Learning Channel doesn't even teach you anything anymore. <laughs> Tom, the History Channel. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, they have a good amount of history. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, the History Channel covers current events now. MTV doesn't play videos anymore. Yeah. You know what? MTV doesn't play TV shows anymore. That's the thing. Look, I know I know. I complained earlier um, about not understanding how things work or mm-hmm. something. I don't know. <laughs> um, why doesn't MTV play videos I don't understand why they don't play the shows they've already made instead of just ridiculousness for 23 My hours thing a day. It's like, yeah, with all of the, they're, they're selling 90s nostalgia back to yeah. me. Mm-hmm. If they just put their oh, 1996 yeah. programming on, just like. Yeah, people you know, would watch it. Yeah. Like, probably more people than watch ridiculousness. Yeah. I would watch it. I'd watch whatever commercials they put in. Yeah, and I mean, even if they played like new music videos, like artists still make music. I don't videos. Want to watch new music. Videos. Yeah, I know, but I, and I don't either. But I'm saying, like, it's not like uh, they don't show music videos anymore because people stop making them. Yeah. It's like no, people probably make more expensive music videos than ever now. It's just they make them for YouTube. Yeah, where people can watch whenever they want. They don't have to wait on linear <laughs> TV for it to come on in between a bunch of commercials. Yeah, I mean, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it'd be nice maybe once in a while. Could but you... I agree with your idea. Show old. I mean, that was like what VH1 was. Yeah. Or they... Show freaking like Sandblast. What and was like, Sandblast? That was the, uh, like, the, like yeah. the uh, game show slash like uh, athletic game oh, show yeah, yeah. Uh, where they were at the beach and they had to like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, it was on after school. Just show old episodes of Sandblast. I just want to feel like I'm 15 again. Can yeah. you just do that for me? <laughs> I just want to beat off in front of the TV watching Sandblast. What did you do when you were 15? Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Tom, you ever get stuck focusing on problems instead of solutions? All the time. You know, like, uh, sometimes I get so overwhelmed Mm -hmm. and I just start going down a rabbit hole. You know, if I'm uh, overextending myself in a number of ways, and I'm always just going down all these worst case scenarios. Oh, everybody's going to be mad at me. I'm going to let everybody down. Yeah, you you uh, start thinking of all your problems and adding them all up together. Exactly, and if you just had a different mindset, mm-hmm. focus on solutions instead, things would be a lot more manageable, things would be a lot more easier. But it can be tough to train your brain to stay in problem-solving mode when faced with a challenge in life. But when you learn how to find your own solutions, there's no better feeling. A therapist can help you become a better problem-solver, making it easier to accomplish your goals, no matter how big or small. Tom, mm-hmm. we're therapy boys. We love therapy, right? We do. We do. We're pro-therapy on this show. Yeah. Uh, it helps you uh, sort through some stuff, feel more like yourself. Yeah. You get um, to unload on somebody that uh, 
you know, isn't uh, biased or anything. Yeah, it relieves stress um, and uh, can really help with anxiety. Mm-hmm. Look, if you're thinking of gar- giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient, accessible, affordable, and entirely online, like you, Tom. Yeah. You're extremely online, they say. I know, yeah, just like BetterHelp. Yeah. Get matched with a therapist after filling out a brief survey and switch therapists anytime. When you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit betterhelp.com slash complete guide today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash complete guide. Tim, you had a quick programming note before we continued about uh, Sandblast. Yeah, hosted by Summer Sanders. Who also hosted... What Nickelodeon's you... Figure It Out, which okay. was... Uh, I don't know why you knew that show, Tom, because mm-hmm. that, was, that was 1997. You were watching Nickelodeon when you were... When I was 16, they had uh, uh, celebrity guests on there. I'd watch it once in a while, yeah. sure. Was that Lori Beth Denberg? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're also forgetting that back then it was like, uh, there's like nothing on MTV right now. There's nothing on HBO right now. I didn't even have HBO. Yeah. Uh, I guess I'll check out VH1. Oh, God, there's nothing there. Like, yeah. okay, I'll check out Nickelodeon, see what they got. Maybe they got uh, cartoons mm. on. Anyway, Tim, we're not talking about cartoons. We're talking about ghost hunting. We're talking about real stuff. Tim, have you ever been a part of a ghost hunting team? A ghost hunting team? Yeah. No. I have been. In fourth grade, I was part of a a, a crack squad of ghost hunters. Was this sanctioned by anybody, or did, was this a nah, startup? It was, Tim, it was independent. You know, we mm-hmm. didn't uh, kowtow to anyone. <laughs> Uh, I, for, I forget what it even was. I think I was the gadget guy. Okay. What gadgets did you have? You know, Tim, I'll be you honest plans with you. plans for a grappling <laughs> hook at some point. It, it was a lot of stuff that was just like a tin foil, uh, just, just aluminum foil, uh, bent into different shapes. I wasn't very smart in fourth grade. Fourth grade was also when I told the whole class, that I noticed uh, a girl was wearing jeans that had a fly, so that meant she had a wiener in my book. Mm. And uh, she got the, the whole class agreed with me, and uh, she was uh, crying. And then I got in trouble just for you know being uh, wrong. You know, I was learning observational humor. <laughs> was it a joke? Uh, I think it was just something I had never thought about before. Yeah. You know, and it didn't occur to me like, no, the fly serves two purposes, moron. It's also so you can get your pants on. Right. You know, it was the, it was the 80s baggy pants were in. So, yeah, I never undid my fly to get my pants on. Um, around that time, Tom, mm-hmm. I remember being real upset. A friend of mine went to burp in uh, <laughs> somebody else's face. Uh-huh. Uh, it wound up with the... It wasn't a it wasn't a burp. It was a projectile vomit. He was like, "Hey, Brendan, look at this," and then went to burp in his face and just uh-huh. vomited all over his face. Yeah, and then they both got to go home sick. <laughs> I mean, I think that's fair. Would you have t- would you have accepted somebody vomiting in your face for you to go home sick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
You wouldn't have to be at school anymore? Yeah, but I don't know. That's that's a pretty dramatic thing to go yeah. through. And it was and also like third sh- or fourth grade. What were we doing? Yeah. It probably wasn't very hard. Yeah. They weren't asking much of me. No. And school was over at like what, <laughs> 2.35? Yeah. yeah. <sighs> My day was over. Imagine being like, ah, bell's ringing, 2.30 p.m. My day is done. Yeah, that'd be amazing. I mean, I, that kid got sent home from school. It was probably like 8.30 in the morning. <laughs> yeah. Us as parents, yeah, I think about this stuff. Like, yeah. I just had to like go home from work. Yeah. Yeah, I remember as a kid just kind of thinking like, uh, like, uh, all right, not my... You know, I mean, I only... I remember like being homesick by myself. Uh, cause like, you know, once I was like old enough, I guess. Yeah. I don't really remember earlier, but uh, yeah, I'm guessing like my mom had to come home from work. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah, that, that didn't really pan out. That was, that was during the height of, uh, bloody Mary in the window, in the, yeah, in the mirror. mirror, you know, people, people had heard about that. And, Say it three times. Yeah. And it was like, all right, look, we got to put some structure around this, uh, I'm going to start a ghost hunting team just in case things get out of control. But like I mentioned earlier. Did did anybody you know or you, you or anybody you know ever successfully summon Bloody Mary in the. I mean, people claim to. Yeah. Does she not, does she get out of the mirror at some point or do you just see her in the mirror? Uh, uh, I think you see her in the mirror and most people run out at that point. Um, I think. Somebody did it in our classroom, and we held the door shut, and they claimed that Bloody Mary was trying to grab him. Hmm. But, uh, you know, it's hard to take where the fourth was the teacher's <laughs> word. <laughs> I don't know where the teacher was during all this. Hmm. This is also a teacher I remember one time. And, like, boy, this must have been, like, the worst day of this woman's life <laughs> that she was uh, on the can and ran out of toilet paper <laughs> and had to, like... Wait, the teacher (laughs) had a full class of like 25 students. It was like, all right, excuse me, I'm going to go into the bathroom that's in the classroom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we were like taking a test or something. So she was like, ah, she went in there with the newspaper tucked under her arm. (laughs) She's in there for 45 minutes. (laughs) Yeah. But then she just like opened the door like barely a crack. uh, Like called the most like mature girl in the (laughs) class's name. Um, and, and told her like, you have to like go across the hall and tell Mrs. So-and-so like, you need a roll of toilet paper for me and, and come back immediately. And of course, like all the kids were like, what is happening? The teacher's in the bathroom, but opening the door and talking to us. But the mature girl was like, everybody grow up. No, she just... You know, she had uh, uh, orders, marching orders. Yeah. She went and, and, you know, just accomplished what she needed. Trying to think of who that might have been in your class. You know who it was in my class, Tom? Who's that? Somebody who, uh, you know, where are they now? She became <laughs> a uh, big uh, QAnon lady. Oh, okay. Yeah, but uh, like in fourth grade, yeah, she well, would have been the one called upon to be like, yeah. I guess she's being called upon now. <laughs> right, for a higher purpose. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Tim, the, my dreams as a fourth grader are now a lucrative living for a lot of people, uh, not only on the travel channel, 
which has a million ghosts. There's ghost hunters, ghost adventures, ghosts, uh, acquaintances. I don't know. Uh, but there's also a lot of YouTube channels that do be, you know, which makes sense. Anybody can make a YouTube channel. Yeah. Um, now the YouTube ones, a lot of them are very fake from what I've seen. Yeah. Not like those travel <laughs> channel shows. Well, the travel channel shows, I had you watch some, uh, clips from ghost adventures, right? Which I believe is in season 25, right? Yeah. Now. I remember a friend of ours, a friend of the show, Chris was yeah. really into ghost adventures in like 2006 yeah when, when it was only like 10 seasons in. <laughs> yeah. um yeah long running show and uh now had you seen any of this before before i showed you these clips yeah i've seen that tom we were chris was our roommate at the time yeah that's true yeah but he was always trying to watch it on the big tv and we we're like no 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 you watch that in your room <laughs> um now these th- this show is uh, led by this guy Zach Baggins. Yeah, I know, I know Bags. Like uh, <laughs> Z Bags is what they call. Yeah. Them. Which first off, I didn't know you could have a, a last name like a Hobbit. Yeah. Uh, He's related to him, I think. Really? Yeah. Well, that would explain his, uh, his affinity last name. towards the paranormal and his last <laughs> name. Um, but for anybody that hasn't seen this guy, this guy's ridiculous. It's just like a like a ghost bro, yeah. right? Is that how you would uh, describe him? I think so. I mean, he sucks. He's a guy that sucks. Yeah. And one of the big things with this show, and one of the reasons why this guy sucks and why it's like funny to watch, and in fairness to him, entertaining to watch, mm-hmm. is that they overreact about everything. Right. Um. Which but mi- twenty five seasons in, mm-hmm. and they're all free, like <laughs> yeah, what? losing their mind. Probably like forty five episodes a season too, right? <laughs> yeah, like these yeah. aren't like yeah, you know, prestige TV mm-hmm. thirteen episodes. episodes. Yeah, no, this is in every episode at least once, like completely losing his shit. It's just like. At what point is like this going to become sc- routine for you? Like this more is my life. This happens to be than every anyone day. you've ever seen in your life. Uh, which I mean, I guess that's like a good shtick because I've seen other ghost hunting things where I think you know these people act normal in the like, yeah, I've been to a uh, hundred haunted places and heard weird noises. I'm just here gathering data. <laughs> like uh it's just like a government job for me. But yeah, these guys uh, scared out of their minds. And, but of course, that's what you want to watch. No, it's not. I Tom What? I made it through one and a half of the clips that you sent me and you sent me like 15 clips. I sent you and, four clips. And no, I told you, you sent, to watch them all twice. You sent me a lot of clips and you were also like, uh, it was like, you know, 10 minutes before I was gonna supposed to be here. You're lying, but I'm not going to call you out on the show about it. Well, I guess I did. <laughs> you just did. But this Look, guy, you didn't give you a lot of time. I gave you, they were short clips. But, uh, They're like four minutes. But you, four minutes is a short clip, Tim. 20 minutes. All right, if you sent me five of them, uh-huh. it's 20, 20 minutes. minutes. Yeah. You don't have 20 minutes to watch this And, and you trash. said, which is a lie, that I gave him to you 10 minutes before you had to leave. Well, you could watch half of them. No, but I didn't. <laughs> um, this guy, I also watched a video. Uh, it was like a day in the life of Zach Baggins. Okay. And uh, 
have you ever heard, I forget if it's he said this, but that uh, like Pee Wee Herman is a three-year-old's idea of the coolest guy ever? Yeah. Wait, Zach Baggins said that? No, no, that? no. <laughs> I, I forget if Paul Rubin said this or oh, somebody yeah. else, but like that's what that character is. Zach Baggins is a 13-year-old boy's idea of the coolest guy ever. See, no, he's a 13-year-old Tom's idea <laughs> of the coolest guy ever. No, 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 because listen, I'm telling you about, I watched this thing in the uh, day in a life. This is what his day was, Tim. And it wasn't, like sometimes you watch these day in a life things and they're like, you know, this was for the travel channel, but it was like their YouTube channel. Um, and sometimes you watch a day in life thing and they're honest where they're like, you know, today's kind of stacked. I'm normally not doing that this much, but we want to, you know, show you guys or the other end. Like, you know, actually I today, I don't, yeah. you have the day off or we're not in production right now. So Zach Baggins at his, you know, you got leisure yeah. Baggins. Uh, first thing he did in the day was play pool. Okay, very <laughs> cool. It, on his own pool table? I think it was his own pool table. Okay. Then he showed off, uh, his dungeon where he mm-hmm. makes music. Dungeon? Yeah, but he didn't actually, like, make any music down there. He was just showing it off. What did he have, like, turntables or something? Nah, he had, like, a lot of, like, Ibanez's, like, that kind of uh, thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um he then he went and worked out and as he was working out i wrote it down the exact quote because he's like working out in the gym he's like saying hi to everybody like he owns the place because mm-hmm. you know he's like a uh in shape guy yeah and then uh as he's lifting a weight he goes this guy over here is looking at me like i'm a freak because i'm lifting 65 pounds with one arm <laughs> <laughs> wow very cool uh then he, he goes is that that hard i guess i couldn't do it probably yeah i don't think i would think somebody's a freak yeah. though i i mean looking at this guy like like i said he's in pretty good shape i would think like oh yeah he could do you know, a 65 pound dumbbell lift side note mm-hmm. do you want to start weight training with me <laughs> <laughs> with you are you uh gonna be my coach is that what this yeah, the is the two of us will will uh will help each other oh i we'll, thought oh we'll spot each other this is great <laughs> i thought you were pitching like just like tom i see a lot of potential in you <laughs> i'd like to take you <laughs> on i'd like to train you. yeah uh and we're, we're gonna start entering you in uh physique competitions <laughs> You'll be you'll be the guy helping me get oil all oiled up <laughs> beforehand. Um, I get a cut of the the winnings though, because I'm uh, look, I'm providing the oil. You're providing the oil, and you're you know the the schedule, the regimen. Yeah. Um. Then he goes and eats lunch, and while he's eating lunch, where's he eating lunch? Freaking uh, Sizzler. That's no, cool, it wasn't. Right? What's, what's, what's are a, you trying to think of a place celebrities Buffalo go to? Wild Wings. No, what's a cool place? It, it looked like just like a regular, mm. like uh, you know, local restaurant type place. Um, I mean, I did think I forget what he was eating, but it did strike me as like unhealthy. Uh, I was a little surprised considering that he was, you know, seems like very uh, fitness conscious, but mm. whatever. Hey, after your uh, blast in your pecs, you can, you gotta, you gotta, you know. Fuel back up. Fuel up. Fill, yeah. Refill the whole tank. Yeah. Um, he's eating venison. He, he, so he's eating lunch 
And then uh, one of the other guys from the show comes there, and uh, which I'm going to talk about in a minute. But the, the the other guy from the show has like a bunch of uh, packages for him. And he explains, he's like, Aaron here uh, is the only guy with a P.O. box. So people send stuff from me to his P.O. box. <laughs> and then he brings them to me. Zach Baggins can't afford a P.O. box. I Yeah, I don't know why. It's like. Or is that a power move? I think it's a power move, but, which I'm going to get into. Zach Baggins doesn't deal with the post office. Um, so he opens up presents. I mean, I'm saying presents, but it was like, you know, uh, scrapbooks made by maniacs for him. Full <laughs> <Right. laughs> of like ghosts? No, full of like pictures of him that they've like cut out from magazines or like printed at home and what? put in there. Yeah. And they spelled his name wrong. <laughs> and he opens this on the thing to encourage yeah. people to keep doing this. I think, I don't know if it's to encourage people. In one magazine, <laughs> picture appearing. In. I don't know. Damn, look, I don't know what kind of weird ghost magazines are out there. I bet at one point he was in Cigar Aficionado. Yeah, probably. I'm sure he was in Stuff Magazine. Yeah. Um, and then the end of his day, he goes to an animal shelter and pets some dogs. He just pets him? Just pets him. I think he, he like, I don't think he, volu- maybe he does volunteer there, but it sounded like maybe he donates money there. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, that's cool. It is cool, but it definitely struck me as like, you don't do this every day. You're just trying to kind of show like, look, um, I know you just saw me and you thought I'm a psycho because I was lifting 65 pounds, but. I'm also a tender guy who likes animals. Yeah. No, I this was meant to show um the breadth of uh Yeah, but the whole time I'm like is he going to go on a ghost adventure? <laughs> is he is he at least going to like edit a ghost adventure, mm. plan a ghost adventure? Nothing. Nothing to do with production during eh. during this day in the life. Um but that was going to What would you do for a day in the life? <sighs> Tell him uh beat it. Get out of here. Don't follow me around. <laughs> I got to watch Sandblast, so don't, don't, uh, don't, don't turn the cameras on. Uh, if I, I can tell. If I see the red light, I know it's on. <laughs> um, but that, this was the other thing I was going to say to go along with the, him being the uh, 13-year-old's idea of the coolest guy ever. All this guy does is bully all the people that work with him. I guess they work for him. Yeah. But so many of these clips That's I That's what alpha dudes do. So, I know. And so many of these clips I watch, it was like uh, they would go into a house and they'd be like, man, this house is so scary. I'm, I'm getting really bad vibes. All right. Billy and Aaron, you stay in here. I'm going to go to the van and oversee everything. <laughs> then he would go in the van, watch him on the video. And he'd be like, all right, Billy, lock Aaron in that room. <laughs> And then come out and uh, hang out with me in the van. So he made these guys do all the scary stuff. Tom, can I? In fairness, ask you these a guys question? seem like big boobs, so it made for better TV. They got so scared. <laughs> Tom, do you think these people are actually scared of the places that they go to? Um, I think so. In, in I look, if they're not scared, then they're like better act. I think they're playing it up. Right. But there are definitely even after twenty five seasons, though. Yeah, there are definitely some clips where it's like, look, even if you don't believe in ghosts or whatever, that would be like a creepy basement to be in, uh completely pitch black. Uh but like 
if you did that mm-hmm. 40 all the times time. in, a, in a year. I don't know. You're going to different places, you know, new places, new vibes. Dark basement is a dark basement, Tom. Yeah, I don't know. So wait, what happens on these shows? You, I don't think we've adequately explained it. You, well, yeah, let me let me talk about what happens on these shows, Tim. Thank you for bringing that up. They have a lot of tools. Ghost hunting nowadays isn't, you know, this isn't your grandpa's ghost hunting, Tim. No. Where you, where you, I don't, I, I don't want you to I don't know how you speak gra- ill of my grandfather's yeah, ghost and, hunting and business. Yeah, to be fair, I don't know how he yeah. went about ghost hunting. Yeah. No, he's very successful. Uh, now, was he the kind of ghost hunter that would scare the ghosts away or just tell people they had ghosts? <laughs> He'd, he'd scare them. He had pots and pans. Yeah. And then he'd also tell them, hey, you got ghosts. Don't worry. I got rid of them. Yeah. I got little, them out of here with uh, pots and pans. <laughs> hung around with a weird old lady with a high pitched voice. <laughs> uh, so let me tell you about some of these uh, gadgets they got nowadays. First one, cheapest cheapest thing. Get in on the ground floor if you want to, you know, figure out if there are ghosts somewhere. An electromagnetic field uh, reader. EMF. An EMF reader. Now, these are legitimate things that you use uh, to make sure there's not like magnetic interference. Right. Uh, you know, you maybe use this when you're like building a home or remodeling a home, making sure that there's not like, uh, yeah, you know, that the you've got wires that aren't insulated maybe and they could cause interference with other electronics. Right. I still don't, I, I don't understand that explanation, <laughs> but I'll go like, yeah, yeah. yeah you use fine. it to find electromagnetic interference or frequency. What was it? What would it interfere with? Uh, like, you know how old phones, uh, cell phones, right before they would ring, they would make speakers go. Oh yeah. I hated that. Yeah. Everybody hated it. They like finally fixed phones so they don't do that. Man, it didn't occur to me. <laughs> yeah. That problem just doesn't exist for me anymore. No, they they fixed it. Hmm. But that's uh, an interference problem where, you know, a signal coming to the phone is interfering with speakers. It's like that kind of thing. You know, there are a million different examples of it. Even like bad Wi-Fi. It could be because, oh, you have, you know, if you could use this EMF reader to be like, oh, there must be, you know, some electrical thing in the wall right here that's causing a lot of your interference i'm going to put the router on the other side of the room right but if you're exciting uh (laughs) exciting portion of the show (laughs) but that's not what the ghost hunters are using it for tim they're using it oftentimes i think this would only kind of work if you were somewhere that was like abandoned right and that there is is where they frequently are yeah where there is no electricity then you could claim at least all right, there's no electricity. So ghosts are made of electric? No, but in they can scenario? interfere because they're on like a different plane, you know? I, I don't know. I don't understand the point of these shows. It's to find ghosts, Tim. It's to hunt ghosts. But they never really, they never catch a ghost. Sometimes they catch evidence never of ghosts. Co- no, yeah, Tom, all right, <laughs> but they've never caught a ghost. And 25 seasons, they've never caught a ghost on camera. They, sl- they always slip right through their yeah. fingers. So um, close. One day, season the series finale yeah. can be wild. No, I mean, that's like, honestly, the, the genius thing these guys have uh, come upon. And I don't know if this is them or it's just the way ghost hunting has gone. 
is that I remember like there, you know, we were talking the other week about uh, how there used to be specials on TV all the time, like the alien autopsy special. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There used to be like ghost hunting specials on network TV sometimes. I remember this one that I have to see if I can find it. I think they were filming in Alcatraz, maybe a different. And that like a camera was rolling and all of a sudden there was like a huge noise and like somebody was like, look, and they turned the camera and it was like a black, uh, you know, it's like a very dark hallway Mm -hmm. and you could just see this white figure like look and then go in turn and go into a wall. And it was crazy. Yeah, but Tom, you understand that wasn't real, right? No, I think it was because it the technology didn't exist. Like it didn't look that great. You know what I mean? Like you had to really look at it and then you were like, oh, okay. Yeah. They I guess. they didn't used to put fake stuff on TV. <laughs> That's true. We've we've learned that we've established that. But I feel like so many ghost shows before it was like uh, you know, or specials. They would just have to kind of rely on, oh, I feel cold right here. Or, oh, but now they've just got a plethora of gadgets so that pretty much no matter what, they're walking out of there with content. They're right. walking out of there with enough stuff to make a TV show. Right. Compelling for idiots. <laughs> MF Reader is one of these things. Another one is an SLS camera. Now, what this is and where this came about originally is, do you remember the Xbox Connect? Tom, I don't care. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> you, you want to know what the thing is? You what? explained this to me in real life before. <laughs> yeah. How the Xbox Connect works. It, it, it maps the whole room. It maps, well, it doesn't map the whole room, but it maps what's in front of it. Where basically it's sending out, and this is how like uh, like Face ID on your iPhone works mm-hmm. too. I don't care how any of this Where, works. Listen. It, it has a little projector. I'm listening. It's putting out a bunch of infrared dots, right? Mm-hmm. So like the way it works with, to unlock your phone with your face, it's shooting out these dots. Uh, the camera, you can't see the dots, but the camera can see the dots. And it's looking at the dots and going, okay, I can, mm. I can tell by how, how far, how big and small the dots are allows it to see like a 3D shape. Right. So that's why you can't just hold a picture in front of your phone and unlock it. I've done that before. Though. No, you, have it. <laughs> you have to. You have to have a, a physical face there. Not all the time. I've <laughs> used a picture. So the, the way the Xbox Connect worked was very similar. It would send out these dots, and then the dots would you know hit a person, and it could use I don't know I guess like machine learning and be like. Okay, that is the shape of a person. So we're going to use that shape to figure out how this person's moving. Now, they started using these in, you know, uh, haunted places. And now all of a sudden, they're picking up figures that aren't there. So you'll see, you know, I'll be videotaping you on one of these cameras. And there will be like a stick figure overlay of you. But then next to you will be like a stick figure man, like with his arm around your shoulder. And this I'll be like, This has never appeared on Tim, that show. He's right next to you. He's right there. And the thing is, if there's a ghost putting his arm around me, <laughs> that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, it's a thrill for the ghost, seems like. And if I'm unaware, hey, do whatever you want. Well, you, heard, you heard it here first, ghosts. 
Tim Tim's uh, an open yeah. book to you. Seriously. Haunt me all you want. Tim, this is the kind of shit that they do on Ghost Adventures. They say things like that, and then things follow them home. But yeah, but here's the thing. Mm-hmm. You ever hear of a, a friendly ghost, Tom? Yeah, Casper. Yeah, I could make a new best friend. Um, now, the thing with this is that the camera is just... It's like trying to interpret shapes. So it's like trying really hard to see something. Right. So, of course, sometimes it's going to pick up false positives. But again, when you look at this footage, it's very compelling when they go to a place and they've got footage of absolutely jack shit. But then they can be like, but look at this. There's somebody right there. There are some clips online of this type of thing where like babies are reacting to like where that thing is that that are like pretty creepy though babies uh babies can see ghosts yeah oh yeah 100 percent. but hey god bless them like <laughs> i don't see why we're so afraid of ghosts tom mm-hmm. i've said it i've said it a thousand times on the show show me when someone's been murdered by a ghost then I'll be alarmed by all this. Tim, during my research today, I found a clip of uh, Joe Rogan saying the exact same thing. Hey. So you guys are uh, bosom buddies in yeah. your opinion of uh, that ghosts can't hurt people, have never murdered anyone. So what's the big deal? I mean, look, you want to throw that? Like, I think <laughs> Rogan is also against, like, murder. I'm <laughs> sure, like, not in all the cases that I'm against murder. <laughs> yeah, probably in fewer cases <laughs> than you are. But, like, you can't just say, like, is Joe, Ro- Joe Rogan something. No, I'm thinks just saying something. that, that uh, you're stealing his bit. Tom, you're seeing a lot say, of bits of his lately. Yeah, well, I, a lot, noticed, not, not necessarily bits, but ideas. <laughs> right. You've also been uh, commentating amateur MMA <laughs> matches lately, which I don't think that's a, a way to get into, you know, these am- amateur matches, Tim. They aren't actually uh, sanctioned by anyone. It's just uh, backyard brawls. Yeah. Uh, the, the night before Halloween, a bunch of Catholic school kids coming together, <laughs> beating the shit out of each other. And you're and like, oh, other- <laughs> he's got a figure fate uh, headlock. I've been watching a lot of old news radio, Tom. Yeah. I guess the only news radio episodes <laughs> yeah. are up. Joe Rogan, good comedic timing. Like, he's perfect yeah. on that show. Everybody's yeah. perfect. On- Everybody on that show is good. It's like andy dick and joe rogan <laughs> and it's just like hey god bless them they're great they're yeah. doing what they're doing uh, modern day odd couple mm. um the next thing that i wanted to talk about is uh, a paranormal puck okay now this is i don't know how much L- SL- sls cameras are but a paranormal puck uh it looks like they're about four to five hundred dollars and now this looks like a hockey puck it's like the same size right black and this has it basically has like lights and antennas and it can read a bunch of stuff i mean books. some some more than it can read books <laughs> so one thing it can read um but uh they can read at least this one i was looking at it was 450 dollars emf mm-hmm. temperature humidity light levels barometric pressure movement 
ionization slash static levels. So basically, a lot of times what they'll do is they'll put like a camera in a room, like a... Yeah, when you were doing that laundry list, I just pulled out my phone and started <laughs> looking at things. They'll put a camera in a room and a paranormal puck, mm-hmm. and then nobody else will be in there so that they know like, okay, somebody's not setting off this paranormal puck. A ghost must be doing it. Something's changing in the room. You know, this is kind of like a, look, we don't know what ghosts can affect. Some ghosts maybe can affect humidity. Some can affect electric waves. Some can affect temperature. We're going to leave it all up to them. And they're going to, you know, play with this. And we're going to, like, try and communicate with them, maybe. We'll say, like, are you here right now? And, you know, the light will go off because it it's focusing its energy to, like, set that thing off right now the cooler thing is this thing called an ovulus an ovulus now these range from 550 to 1500 dollars uh, oh there's another Zach thing Baggins can uh he can he can he can, he can afford, afford that it. no I problem he's got a, a pool table at his house <laughs> yeah <laughs> again tim i don't know if it was at his house i don't want to put words in his mouth he does have a haunted museum in vegas we can uh, go there when we go to all these magic shows. Tom, yes. <laughs> um, there's also a thing called a spirit box, which is basically just like cycling through very quickly a bunch of radio channels, a bunch of radio frequencies. Mm-hmm. And people can claim, again, this makes for like not great television, but gives <laughs> them something because it's basically just, you know, imagine like an old radio where you're just spinning the dial mm-hmm. and you're, you're hearing like, yeah, it's like a Radiohead concert circa 2002. <laughs> yeah. You got Johnny Greenwood playing with an old radio for. Yeah. So instead of Johnny Greenwood, you buy this thing for a hundred bucks and then you can say things to it. You can ask it questions maybe. And now what they're saying is a ghost is manipulating this thing to talk to you. It needs something to work through. No, this is the uh, Yanni or the... (laughs) Yeah. You hear what's planted in your head. 100%. I've... What's the words? Yanni and... uh, Yeah, I forget what the other one was. Um, But yeah, 100%. Every clip I've watched of this... It will be like quiet, like the the best examples will be that it's like quiet or static and then it'll go like, yeah, yeah. And you can hear that it's like, oh, it caught a half a word on this station, a half a word on this station. And every single time these guys will be like, did you hear that? It said, get out of here, Zach. <laughs> and then so many times they'll like dub in afterwards that they're like, Upon listening to it later, it didn't actually say, get out of here, Zach. It said, we're Ghost Adventures fans. <laughs> like <laughs> They'll just find something creepier for it to say. To, yeah. And like none of this, it, it's all you're, you're trying to hear something. And again, you know, like a Ouija board, that's fun whatever and it's, it's fun to watch on tv mm-hmm. but like it's yeah it's not real um uh but the ovulus tim this is the other thing this is the highest end thing i think um 
this is basically a paranormal puck, but it can like generate words. And again, they're just kind of extrapolating things like even further. So now it's like, all right, it's sending signals through this digital thing. And then this digital thing based on those signals is like picking words and displaying those words. And it's like, how the fuck would a ghost know how to use this thing? <laughs> and so many things like, uh, though, I think that the, the clip that I sent you, it said something like, like, uh, uh, evil sent table and, uh, sent, evil put plate on other table. No, it said evil sent table and sent was spelled c-e-n-t and this is one word i remember when i watched this one yeah Yeah. Uh zach is in the car and he's like oh my god i'm sitting at a table evil sent to the table or i'm evil and i'm sending it from the table and it's like what (laughs) that's not even close that's not even close to what it actually said and even if it is what it said the fuck is that supposed to mean (laughs) evil sent table because you're sitting at a table anyone i don't like how anti-zach you're being dumb 80 percent of people who are sitting are sitting at a table at any given time yeah i guess that's true anyway some people are sitting uh i don't know around a campfire it's true some people are sitting pretty. <laughs> if you like the show, you can find out more at tcgte.com. You can find all our social media links there. Uh, Reddit, our Discord, our Instagram, our Twitter. My Instagram and Twitter is at Tom Reynolds. You can find me at your pal Tim. Go to the Reddit. Go to the Discord. Let's get some discourse. <laughs> uh, you can also check out patreon.com slash complete guide for books of podcasts. Hey, it's Halloween month over there, too. It's not just here. This yeah. week, we've been reading short stories, but this week we read a whole damn book in one week. Yeah. We read Goosebumps number seven, I think it is. Yeah, the the most classic Goosebumps there is, Night of the Living Dummy. Yeah, and I mean, if you know anything about me and Tim, we're big ventriloquist <laughs> fans, So, but we're also very scared of ventriloquist dummies, so yeah. uh, this was a titillating read for me. Yeah. Uh, you can get that episode and all the back episodes, patreon.com slash complete guide. Um, Tim, would you ever stay... At a, like a haunted attraction because this is another big thing nowadays that uh places like hotels and stuff will advertise like hey we're haunted come stay here is there like a reward if you do it no they they charge more in a oh, lot of cases no then no i would not would you like the place that uh the overlook hotel is based on mm-hmm uh like that they're like a big ghost hunting type place yeah I don't know. If I'm going to pay to sleep somewhere, I'm going to want to I want to have a nice night's sleep. Yeah. A restful night's sleep. I want to be up all night. And like, who knows if they got guys there, they're going to rattle things in the walls to (laughs) to give you a thrill. I think that about a lot of hotels. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you like that. You like, uh, you wanted to, you tried to uh, check into that hotel from, I think, that New Yorker article with the... (laughs) With the peeper who who, who hid in the ceiling. Yeah, I, I called him up and I was like, uh, "What room is the one where the peeper had access to the stuff in the ceiling?" Yeah, you like mm. that kind of stuff. <laughs> like, sir, we're not we're not renting that room out. 
Uh, I, I would be remiss. I mean, I talked about this a couple of years ago, but I went on a ghost hunting tour, uh, in Key West, Florida. Yeah. That was pretty the hard rock cafe. Well, that was one of the places that we visited, but, uh, I got evidence of a ghost on, on camera. Though. And, uh, three years later, still bragging about it. I, well, um, three years later, Tim, I'm waiting for my glory. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you might have gotten it. We we can't, we uh, just, we can't identify. You it. know what? Honestly, this is what my glory would have been. The guy telling me the the like uh, uh, tour guide, like, hey, give me that picture. I'm going to show it to future ghost hunting tours as evidence because yeah. he showed us like some other things that people had, and I was so excited about this. I was like, he's going to ask for it. Then it's I'm, like a handshake from Paul Hollywood. Yeah, and now I'm going to be part of history, but uh, it didn't happen. Sorry, I'm sorry that uh, part-time tour guy <laughs> who doesn't give a shit about anything. Man, this guy seemed like he had the fucking life. All this stuff, Tim. We should be ghost hunters. <laughs> he's, a reg- he's a regular Zach Baggins. No, because this guy, like, I was like doing because. I was doing like back of the page math because it was his like tour company. <laughs> okay. And like, don't ca- do it. Counting, don't fucking do it. Counting please. how many people were there. Talk about this stuff all the mu- time. And how much he got paid. And then it was just like, I don't know. He did this tour for like an hour, hour and a half. And then he was like, uh, all right, tour is over. I'll be at this bar if anyone wants to like come buy me drinks. <laughs> and then that's his day. Yeah. And he gets up the next morning and probably goes surfing. Probably doesn't even think about ghosts first thing in the morning. Yeah, probably not. Yeah. Tom? Mm-hmm. You done? Yeah. This is a this is quite a Halloween. I'll, I'll tell you more about it. I know you are. Recording. That's the thing. I know you're going to hit stop. And we're, we had to record a whole other episode after this, but you're going to be like... Yeah, but actually, the interesting thing about the uh, the paranormal puck is yeah, and then you'll finally drop the act, like you you're like you don't like any of this stuff, and uh, and be like, oh, tell me more, but not too much. I get scared. <laughs> I do get scared. All right, we'll see you next week. That was a headgum podcast. A little postscript here, uh, Tom. We d- in fact did stop recording about ten minutes ago, and we've been talking about uh, the ghost hunting TV yeah, show. Yeah, well, I haven't been able to get a word in edgewise. It's all <laughs> been you. It. All right. Uh, happy Halloween month, everybody. See you next week.